your faith working at full force as you stay rooted and grounded in love. Today, Kenneth Copeland teaches on the law of love, a key ingredient to your walk of faith. Next on the Believer's Voice of Victory. Hello, everybody. I'm Kenneth Copeland. Welcome to the Believer's Voice of Victory broadcast. Father, we thank you today. We praise you and praise you and praise you. And let's just do it. Let's just lift our hands and just give him praise. Oh, my. Thank you, Lord, for revealing such wonderful, wonderful things to us. And we, we worship you and thank you and praise you for today's broadcast in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Welcome to class today. Hallelujah. Kenneth Copeland Bible College is in session. And maybe you need to be praying about being part of this, uh, part of this, part of this college. Praise God. You know, we've got, we've got room for several thousand more. So (laughs) Amen. amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We're talking about the very fundamentals of faith. And um, we've, this is the last day of this two-week session. And we've, we've, uh, <laughs> I, I know for me personally, I've probably learned more than anybody in here. I, it's amazing. You know, the, the, there are times, and you'll experience this as, as you grow in the teaching anointing and, and the, the way God uses you. And the more of it you do by faith. I, I remember now all of these, all of these tabs in my Bible are not preaching notes. <laughs> Those are healing scriptures. And I can just flip from one of them to the other and just feed my, feed my spirit on healing scriptures. But when I first began, boy, I'd have my outline. I don't want to forget that. And I don't want to forget that. Now, wait a minute. And I, I'd have a paper clip stuck in here. I'm going to just... Here we go. No. It's wonderful. Do you study? But trust the one that lives within you. The greater one. He's the one. He's your teacher. Amen. Of course, it's Jesus by his spirit. Amen. But trust him. He's the one that gave you the message in the first place. Well, Brother Copeland, is it okay if I preach your message? I'm going to get on you if you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. I mean, there's... uh, there's a whole bunch of the basic outlines right there. I mean, I just took Brother Hagin, I just outlined his messages. And we were in a full gospel businessmen's fellowship meeting one time and all my tapes and stuff were laying there on the table. His tapes were over here on the table and he walked by. Do you know somebody heard me preaching and they came back to him and said, I don't know what we're going to do. There's some guy named Copeland out there. We need to sue him or something. He said, why? He said, because he's preaching your messages word for word. Brother Hagin said, glory to God, somebody finally got it. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. 
and we were standing out there at the book table, and he looked over. He he looked over here at, at my table, and he said, "And I'm standing right there." He said, uh, uh, "Kenneth, son, at least you could change the titles." <laughs> I said, "Why? That's the title of it." <laughs> he just he hawed. I didn't change them either. <laughs> I still got the same titles. He's in heaven today. Amen. And my, my messages are still titled what his word. <laughs> the God kind of faith. Amen. The integrity of the word of God and all of that kind of thing. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And, well, I, I, I sense in my spirit the Lord has something to say about that this morning. Um, Philip went down to Samaria and preached Christ. So what did he preach? Well, he preached Christ. Yeah, I know he preached Christ. He preached what he said. He preached. What did Peter preach at Cornelius' house? How God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. That's what Philip preached in Samaria. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. And they were not the least bit ashamed to say, and that same anointing and that same spirit is in me and on me today. Why? was Baptist John's last name. <laughs> of course not. Well, then why, why did that woman in Herod's court call him John Baptist? That's not his last name. That's what he preached. Amen. So he was called John Baptist. Jesus was called the anointed. Now, we missed it because they didn't translate it. The word Christ is Greek translation for the Hebrew word Messiah. So the Apostle Paul preaching to Greek people, his being a Jew was telling them that Jesus is Messiah, the one prophesied to come, the anointed one. But then Jesus translated it for John translates it in his gospel. Christ, the Messiah, the anointed. So, of course, listen to the Spirit of God, but don't be the least bit backwards about saying praise God and just take your text and preach the fundamentals of faith. Glory to God. Amen. Because I didn't get this. From, <clears throat> there's not anything in here original with me. Hey, no, I hope not. If it is, it ain't worth the paper it's written on if it's original with me. No, no, no. Praise God. Well, I need to get back to business here, don't I? But the Lord had something to say about that. One Number five. No, 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 I'm going to finish on the, on the unforgiving heart. 
Faith will not work an unforgiving heart. We already made mention of the fact that faith will not work in an air of unforgiveness. An air of unforgiveness is when someone is always talking about somebody else and what they're doing and, and, and uh, well, you need to forgive them for that. Oh, well, I'm not holding anything against them, but well, shut up then. It's not, it's not ministering grace. It's not edifying anybody. So just don't be talking about it. Now, I realize you wind up for quite some time without anything to say. <laughs> Thank God. But what's happening? We're in training here. We're soldiers in the army of the Lord. And soldiers get attacked. And teachers are held to a higher standard than others. Amen. So just, and and of course, being here in school, you'll get into all of these things. But I'm, I'm still talking about Faith will not work in an unforgiving heart. Now, let's go over to Mark chapter 4. Mark 4, verse 14. Uh, Let's read the 13th verse. This is very eye-opening. He said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will you know all parables? If you have understanding of this one, then you have the key, the, the, the code key, if you would, that'll unravel any parable. <clears throat> the sower soweth the word. Now that is the subject of this teaching all the way through the word of God is the subject of the teaching. The ground is not the subject. The word is the subject. The sower soweth the word. These are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away or steal. Remember he comes up but for to steal, kill, and destroy. He comes immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. These are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness. I want you to notice something about this particular one. Faith came. They received it with gladness. So faith came. Now, well, I'll just make note as we go down through each one of these verses. They received it with gladness and have no root in themselves. Ephesians 4, uh, excuse me, Ephesians 3, 14. 
For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom of the Father the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Well, now to be rooted and grounded in love, you're going to have to be rooted and grounded in the Word. Amen. Okay, let's, let's keep track of it. Have no root in themselves and so endure but for a time afterward when affliction or persecution arises for the Word's sake. It's not for God not trying to teach you something. God will absolutely teach you something from it. But God's not the one that put the thing on you in the first place. He's not the one persecuting. He never sent persecution on anybody. That's not his style. Love doesn't persecute. Love delivers. In the beginning was the Word. The sower sowed the Word. It's religious tradition. Here we go again. I mentioned this to you earlier uh, uh, this week that religious tradition and ideas come from the attempt to answer spiritual problems with carnal answers. You can't do that. To be carnally minded is death. The the natural mind doesn't have any answers to it. That's the reason it doesn't do you any good to lay in bed and worry at night. Because you don't have any answers in your head. If you did, you'd already answered the thing. Amen. I mean, you're like some guy that's going through a file cabinet from one end to the other. And he goes through it all the way to one end, all the way back to the other end. Then he takes all the files out and puts them all back in there. It isn't in there. Whatever it is you're looking for, it's not in there. This may be shocking to you, darling, but it ain't in your head. (laughs) If it had been, you'd have fixed it before you ever went to bed that night. But you can roll all the care of it over on God because the answers are in here. Not in here. They're in here. This part. Not up in here. Right in here. That's the reason the King James, not, not being vulgar, referred to the belly that the, the candle of the Lord is the spirit of man, searching all the inward parts of the inner being, of the belly. Well, that's where it is. That's where the voice of God comes from is right in here, not up in here somewhere. And if you'll get quiet and listen, I, I still do this today. I've done it for 50 plus years that just, just, just shut up and just be still and do like this. What am I doing? I'm drawing my attention to here instead of all this monkey motion that's going on up here. Ideas and thinking and oh yeah. No, just, just be quiet. Listen to that. 
And like, like that happened to me that night, I told you about last week when I was at ORU. And what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh God, oh God. And I thought, wonder if he'd say anything if I just listen. I mean, it was so loud. Somebody said, you really hear it? Oh yeah, man. I mean, you know, my eyebrows heard it. It, it was, wasn't audible. It was more than audible. He said, it is about time. Stand up. Oh, no, he said, it's about time. I haven't been able to get a word in edgewise. I'm sitting there just, you know, well, all my tongue talking wasn't doing any good because I'm doing it in fear. But I had said, I'm going in that room. And I said this by faith. I didn't realize what I was doing then. God didn't know anything about faith. But I, I, I see where the Lord led me to. And I said it. I said, glory, I'm going in that room and I'm not coming out of there till I have my answer. If I stay in there all night long. And I just fell on the floor. But when I got quiet, then he said, Stand up right on your feet. Boy, I mean, he jerked me to attention. He said, I sent you here and I'll take care of you here. Faith came. I could hardly wait to get there the next day at register. And, 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 you know, 20 minutes before, I couldn't figure out what on on this earth I'm going to do. It wasn't in my head, but it was in here. It was in here. Why? Because he's in there. He's in there. And for the first day in my entire human life, that next day, I was in the perfect will of God. And then I registered for school. And like, you know, like Gloria said, I was the oldest freshman in the world. At 30 years old, but whoa, my dear brother and sister, that first day of class, and it's, it's January in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and just, just natural, the wind blowing, you know, 30 miles an hour. And um, I got up so early that morning that, they, that school wasn't even open yet. <laughs> and all of my life, I've been running from school. I don't want no part of it. <laughs> and I so early, I couldn't get in. <laughs> so I got down in the stairwell where the wind wasn't so bad. Got in there and just sit there and just praise God, worship God. I'm here, Jesus. I'm here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So broke, I couldn't pay attention. <laughs> Didn't care. I'm in the will of God for the first time in my life. Oh, and I've been doing everything I can possibly do, spirit, soul, and body financially to stay there. Glory to God. And I'm busted in and out and all of that. But so far, I've done pretty good at it. Praise God. Because God helped me. It is my soul desire. To be in his perfect will. To walk there and live there and have life there. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, Brother Copeland, you know, there's no telling what it'll cost you to get over there and get in the will of God. 
If you're going to talk to me like that, you better brace yourself because I got some answers for that. And I'm not all that kind about it. The expensive part is being out of the will of God. That's what costs you. Amen. Get to that place where there's not two wills, yours and God's. There's only one will. It's his and it's expressed in this book. Glory to God. I've been, this, this scripture has just kind of been nagging at me this, this, this whole session. Praise God. But now's the place for it. Jump right over. Don't lose your place there in Mark 4. If we ever get back, that's where we'll go. Uh, <laughs> and, and look at 1 John. Little John. 1 John chapter 5. Now, I want you to notice this. Uh, Let's go down to the 14th verse. He's talking about faith here. He started out in the 5th chapter. Whosoever believeth Jesus is the Christ is born of God. Everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also begotten, begotten of him. By this we know we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God or loving God that we keep his commandments. His commandments are not grievous for whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world even our faith. Now Oh, get this class. Get this. This, verse 14, is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, let me read it like this. This is the confidence. This is the faith that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his word, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. Glory to God. We know. We know something. Now, in this fourth, you just keep going right on down through here. Uh, And verse 18, these are they which are sown among thorns, such as here the word thorns are cares. And the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, the lust of other things entering in, choke the word and it becomes fruitful. Now, back up here, because this is what I I, I wanted to get through to you, uh, the one the Lord wanted, wanted you to see. Notice the one where faith came. They received it with gladness, have no root in themselves, so endure but for a time afterward when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake. They're offended. They're offended. Say offended. Offended. Becoming offended, walking out of love. It will kill your faith right on the spot. We're out of time. We'll see you next time, class. Thank you for being so attentive. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.